Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. We're the Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God. Welcome to our podcast channel. Today, we bring you a playback of Sunday's Charge Up. We hope that you listen with your spirit and are blessed. Okay. So, when I was younger, pull up, pull up, just in case. So, when I was younger, um, I hated math. I hated maths like quite a number of people, right? Um, and then are there people who don't like? And I'm not looking at you because I know you're studying medicine. So if you're studying medicine, then you can't be like us. Who else is not really a fan of maths? Just indicate. Again, I'm not looking at people like Olayo um, uh, Day because they're, they're trying to study those kind of people. Love hates. My own is just hate. Is there anybody that just sees math and you're just thinking, oh, why? No, it's only me. Okay, well, maybe this. You're not okay, Tenny. You did. Mm-mm. Sorry. I'm alone. It's okay. Sometimes you have to stand alone and be fine. Okay? Now, if you don't hate maths, what subject do you absolutely hate? Like, once you just see it like this, you are sad. You are just thinking, but why? What is this? And why do I? Like, a subject you just have had to do. Mm-hmm. Physics. Did it annoy you? Because I need I need you to understand what I'm saying. If it didn't annoy you, but you just didn't like it, <laughs> chemistry, I believe you, Tenny, because you said it in caps. And I know that you are a very particular fellow. <laughs> chemistry. So let's say chemistry. Mm-hmm. Technical drawing. I mean, why? Then they will not be carrying one long, big thing. That, and they, a lot of them will be feeling like they are more intelligent than everybody else. Well, I hated math as a child. And it wasn't so much that... I knew it enough to hate it. I just believed I hated it. Do you understand? And as time, now I have to, I have parents who both have doctorate degrees. Very annoying, right? Because first off, I wasn't really a serious student, right? Then I had parents who had PhDs. Then my father's phd was a double phd maths and petroleum shaking operational petroleum something why i don't know my mother's phd was in statistics and accounting and something so do you see where my you see where i'm going now i started with i hate maths are you with me so as i progressed through school i think my father noticed it and he noticed that i wouldn't even give the math a chance. I would just see the numbers and how a person with dyslexia sees letters, I imagine, is how I saw math. I would just see the numbers and just think, eh? So I used to kind of scale through because I am relatively intelligent. So I would just do the minimal, do you get, to just, you know, you can't move in life without passing math. Share it. Can't go through primary school and fail math. They'll just tell you to repeat. I never had to this repeat. This this girl is not, she's not liking it. And for someone who was passionate about math, you can see that it was doing him like what was the problem? To the point that I tell my kids stories of how I used to misplace my math set. You know, like 
they will buy new masses for me on Sunday. By Monday, I'll come back with somebody's compass, another person's ruler. I'll mix everything. Then everything, some will look old, some will look new. I know in Nigeria, people use the compass or something to scratch their name so you won't flap it. So I'll not be lying to Popsy. That is my math set. You say, but this person's name has neck. Let me what is it? So me and Matt and my Popsy, it was always a problem. But at some point, my dad decided to be patient and he explained some things to me that i'm going to use to explain some things to you you see in life right we get to places and, and we face situations and i'm getting to the meat of what i'm saying here we we face situations we have challenges problems that yeah may seem like something someone mentioned before but is unique to you how you feel is unique to you. What you're going through is unique to you. Anybody understand what I'm saying? And it's unique to you in a way that it's also lonely. Not again because you haven't heard someone has struggled with ABC. Like if it's chemistry, for example, you're not the only one who would hate chemistry. If it's maths, except in this very weird space, I'm not the only one who hates maths, right? So whatever it is, the same way in life, you would have heard or expect that in some way, someone may have experienced something like it. For example, if you are, um, let me look for something generic, trying to do well in school, right? Everyone wants to do well in school generally. And when you have exams, everyone is tense, right? But sometimes there may be a subject or there may be an extra layer of difficulty or complexity. For example, there may be a subject that you need to get a certain grade in to get into a university. There may be a certain subject that you've not been doing so well and you need a certain pass mark to be able to do a certain course. Do you understand? Or there may be something you've been reading, you can't understand it. There's just a problem there. Or if it's in life, there may be a relationship that you want to let go of. There may be a relationship that you would like. You may have feelings you don't understand. Or you may have issues with your parents. Issues with your parents that are so complex that maybe when you argue, it messes your whole day up, your whole month up. It may be that you have mental health challenges. You can't talk to anybody about it. Because even though the world is talking a big game about mental health, Still, we low-key look down at people when they say I'm feeling depressed. We low-key judge people when they say I'm struggling with anxiety. We low-key just think and listen half-half when people tell us how they're really doing. So when we ask how are you nine times out of ten, we're either on the receiving end where someone is saying, oh, great, and we don't really see how we are or vice versa. So what I'm saying in essence is no matter who you are, you go through some things that are unique to you, difficult for you, and lonely for you, right? And you get to stages where, unless you are lying, you don't even know the prayer to pray. You sometimes, you know, you're just tired, or you are praying, but it's so it won't be as if you didn't pray. You are reading the Bible is like me and maths and for the, you know what i did for that maths tenure i'm sorry i judged you but it was for a term and i've told you people how that ended anybody who loves me remember that story yeah so you 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 find yourself just looking at life like how 
people will look at, at a log reading table in further maths and be thinking, where am I going? You know what? Did you people use log table in further maths? So you'll be looking for the number point zero zero nine four. You don't be thinking, where am I? There are some of us that just are so lost. You are so lost, but the lost, it gets packaging. You still look like you're not lost. You still look as if you know what you're doing, but deep down, you and God know that things are not the same. But you are moving on. You are, you are all is well. You go to church, you are fasting, you are praying, things are okay. But you just, you feel lost, you feel unseen, and it's complicated. And, and I want to speak to those problems. That's what I want to speak to today. So if life is kosher, you've never had problems, you don't think you'll ever have problems again, this is not for you. I believe very strongly when Tenny asked me, what's the message for Sunday's charge up? I was doing something else and, and I literally, I won't lie, I said, Holy Spirit, what is the title for Sunday? And he said, tell them it's simple. I said, okay. And I told Tenny, simple, Abby, and I moved on. And then I sat to say, okay, what are you saying? And the Holy Spirit said to me that, you guys are getting older and you are having problems and facing situations that are becoming more complex, emotions that are becoming more complex and people that are becoming more complex. And he says that I need to explain to you that there are cheat codes and there are formulas just the same way you have in maths. Anybody who likes maths, speaking to everybody here, will know that if you know the formula at least, you're halfway there. If you forget the formula, just turn to the next question and forget about it because you'll just be mixing X, Y, and mix, mixing everything just to look as if you attempted the question, but you know you have failed. But if you at least just write the formula, at least life is working for you. Now, I know that we all are, well, not all, we try to be Instagram Christians, don't we? Once, once you put a quote, once, once you put a sermon, once, once you put a song. So people will at least know that you're a Christian. And sometimes social media is amazing because you may be going through a tough time and you just see something that changes the trajectory of your day, right? But sometimes Instagram and Twitter cannot fix what's doing you. TikTok can't fix what's doing you. Friends can't fix what's doing you. It gets so muddled that your friends and your so-called loved ones. It seems as if they're not listening to you. And even when you think they are listening, it's like they're not understanding when you are facing these issues. So I may be saying it to you and you may be going through it, or I may, I may be saying something to you you're going to need in the future, okay? And then you, you start to, in a struggle to make sense of life, you start to pick bits and pieces all over the place. A little bit from fellowship here, a little bit from friends, a little bit good advice here, da 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 da. And you sprinkle it and you try to make an omelet of it, be believing that at least it should hit the spot. But still, the problem did. And then you are thinking, what next? And this is again not to say, advice from friends is bad or fellowship is bad or anything. I'm trying to get to a point that some situations just are complicated. And you try, but underneath everything, the problem, the situation, the challenge, the addiction, the, the curse 
the constraints, the limitation, it still exists. And when I pondered on what to say, the Holy Spirit said to me, just the same way your father taught you to break math problems into stages and formulas, he wants to explain how to break down seasons and points of your life into stages and formulas. The Holy Spirit is saying in a nutshell today, it's actually simple and I'll explain why. Before I do that, I want to share some hard facts with you. And I advise, I know some of you do, some of you don't. I advise you listen, put like a reminder on your phone now to listen to the podcast on your way to school, on your way to work. Because I think this is one of those situations where you're going to have to hear something a few times for it to sit in your spirit. The Bible says faith comes from hearing and hearing what? Anybody, 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 anybody? Yeah, yeah, on mute. Yeah, yeah the mute. word of God. Say the whole thing now. Don't be shy. The word of God. Yeah, so let's say the full thing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. The word of God. Thanks. So a few hard life facts. And I'm going to read it as it was poured into my spirit. You will go through tough times. You will go through tough experiences. You will encounter tough situations. These tough situations, most of the time, won't come with an easy or fast way out. Hard fact one. Two, people will disappoint you. You will disappoint people. You will disappoint yourself. It be like say I did cost you, but I swear it no because I just did tell you as life be. You get three. There is no growth without some semblance of discomfort. Think about it. Have any of you been around toddlers that are teething? Anybody been around a toddler that is teething? They. They are in excruciating pain. And the worst part is they can't talk or explain it to anybody else. Most times, the parents don't even know that's what the problem is if they haven't had a child before. So the child is just crying, has a fever, and it's because the teeth are growing. But they can't explain it to anybody. And, they, and most of the time, no, if you know if the person is, if a toddler is teething, they need something to scratch their gums. Now imagine the parents just going about and the toddler doesn't have, the way to, do you understand, to re, just ease the wahala that is going, they're going through. Same thing, puberty. When you were a teenager, was puberty fun? Hello. No. For some people, they just woke up with acne. You were hot one day, doggone why the next day? Why, why? Like you just woke up and why? For some people, the voice was high and deep. At the same time, I know some boys that went through that, like the voice didn't settle. Do you understand? Different wahalas and your body is just happening. And most times, especially if you're in Nigeria, nobody's telling you what is happening to you. You're just playing guesswork and figuring it out as you go. Same thing with pregnancy. I've gone around this rodeo twice and both were different and both had their challenges. You know, I mean, just take away from the spiritual side of even pregnancy, just the actual side of, you know, you're cute, you're moving about, and then suddenly your stomach is the size of 
a football field and you don't even know how to waddle through life your jeans don't fit your thighs have stretch marks you used to wear bikini before now you cannot you are stretching in ways you didn't imagine you have cravings that don't make any sense one minute is super malt another minute is pepper i used to chew pepper as in jalapeno peppers when i was pregnant with olayode i kid you not pregnant with lula midnight the guys who used to deliver barbecue ribs knew me by my name because it happened usually around midnight past one and i would just call they would say oh hi lammy and this lammy was not because i was lammy phillips it was just i was calling every night so pregnancy gets as it be then you get to the point where you're like hold up hello everybody so this thing is going to come out of me how what do you mean hello let's gather here and discuss it and forget all that gibberish about we deliver like the hebrew women that time you're not thinking about the hebrew women you're thinking oh god it was fun it's not fun now how so evil pregnancy that's the growth of life the bringing about of life is uncomfortable you know there's heartburn that no medication can cure there's back pain no medication can cure there, it just comes with stuff because it is growth growing in your academic journey is tough there was a time when someone telling you to do multiplication was the biggest thing in your life won't you kill for that right now for that to be the biggest challenge that they should just tell you two times six even though there are some of you i'm not sure know the answer now because it's calculated everybody is using two times six everybody put it in the comments with the first person to answer let me see are we awake are we? So, so you are now going through different stages academically because you are growing that are tough they are just tough it's tough nobody is helping you regulate when you study nobody is helping you you know talk to your teachers when you don't understand nobody is understanding if you fail because everybody here your parents are using foreign currency or using currency that they are struggling with even if Nanaija, because you know everywhere is tough and tight right now so you are going through a stage of growth and even as you all move through your uh, teens into your young adulthood you are also growing and going through complexities of just even the question of who am i that's a big one for you guys isn't it who am i who am i really 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 away from what everybody else is saying and then how am i supposed to be who i am nobody can come and tell you that answer except god so i say that to i guess emphasize point three which is there is no growth without some semblance of discomfort point four you will experience loss loss of people loss of life for some people maybe a grand auntie i'm trying to project into old age you know great grand somebody and it will hit you it will hit you it doesn't matter it's somebody you know you know somebody who lost somebody and you see what that experience is like in the mighty name of jesus nobody here is losing their parents or people that they love amen but what i'm saying is as you grow through life you will experience that because life and death happen to everybody you will also experience the loss of some opportunities loss of resources loss sometimes of even yourself as you go through phases you you will feel like it's like i lost myself there for a little bit and lastly and not necessarily most importantly nobody can love you for you it's a you task 
Okay? You, that's your job. So those are a few hard facts. Let's get to it. So I, as I got through life, I, I started to understand that I couldn't escape maths. Funny story. I might have told some of you this story before. I got into uni feeling like this is my season of freedom. You know, I can do whatever I want. This is the period where I live on my own. And then the first year I experienced a course called quantitative and statistical analysis. Bang, bang, buzz, 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 buzz. For Lamy who hated maths, I was just like, oh, Jesus. And, you know, in my infinite wisdom, I thought I picked a course that would help me escape it in a neat way. But no, this was a core subject. I had to do it. So I tried to half-ass my way through it as I had done in previous uh, situations. But uh, apparently, average was not good enough. And Lamy failed. I failed in my first year. That's my own first and major experience when it comes to failing. Mm? The failure was such that they said, I can't move to my second year unless I pass this course. And what I now want to tell you is wisdom from that experience, okay? Because when they wrote me to tell me that I had to pass it, my hatred for math collided with my fear of failure. And in that situation, this is what I learned. Quick, with God, nothing is impossible. I'm sitting in front of you with three degrees and too many certificates to count. Two, you cannot escape the work you have to do. There is a part you have to play and you cannot be absent in your own story. You need to show up. Three, consistency, 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 consistency will save you when everything else is falling apart. If you find the thing you can be consistent in that will add to your future success, be consistent in it. Difficult does not equal impossible. I'll repeat that. That it is difficult does not mean it is impossible. The distance between both is typically hard work, focus that is single-minded, a positive mindset that you will and can come out on the other side successful. Four, where you end is usually where God begins. And five, I'm actually good at maths. Surprise, surprise. As my child will attest to you, at least till she was 14, I was the one teaching her mouth. She did here at least. I don't feel like. And even while she was doing GCSE, I did some, some solutions for her. Yes or no lie. Before people think I'm lying. Hello? Knock, knock. My credibility is being shaken here. Oh, Jesus. I'm so tense. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so tensed up. Girl, you are here. Lady is doing something else. Okay. Back to the point. Every single time, that I was afraid in this period. I realized I didn't have a choice but to get through it and to pass. And then I became audacious because I had just given my life to Christ. This failure came on the heels of me giving my life to Christ and also meeting my boyfriend and husband, but that's a different story. And so I said to myself, ah, ah. People will be talking now that this one that is now talking Jesus is failing. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It cannot be. So I said, okay, God, 
this is where we begin to test if you are real or you are not. And God said, you show up, I will show up. So it's like you're having a meeting and you want the meeting to be successful and you're absent for possible. So I started from the beginning. I took the whole entire textbook, you know, they, all what they taught them through the year. I started from the beginning and I taught myself. And by the time I did this exam, to the glory of God and the shame of the devil, I got over 90% from where and how. Then I became the person teaching other people. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? With God, nothing is impossible. That it is difficult does not mean it is impossible. So now let me explain the simple parts. No matter what it is you're going through life, and this is the need of what I'm saying, or how complex things seem or get in your life, you need to know a few things. God cannot lie. I'm beginning to give you the formula. The same way they tell you in maths, there are some rules and there are some things that they tell you in maths and you know this is true, right? Here are some facts. God cannot lie. I'm getting to the formula. This is the thing that you will add when you are trying to come up with where you are going, when the problem is coming. God cannot lie. So whatever it's that is happening, God can lie, right? One. Two, God is God regardless of what or who you are surrounded by. He's just God. So it doesn't matter if someone said, someone did, it looks like they said you can't, they said you should. Whatever it is, God is God. He is sovereign. He is God. Three, God is his word. This to me means he has integrity. You see, there are some people in your life that you know that when they tell you, I'll see you at nine, really and truly, that nine may be midnight. Do you understand? There are some people that tell you that, let me borrow five pounds, I'll give you tomorrow. You know that's just cap, is on audio. You will never ever just forget the money, put it inside donation basket. But God is his word. He has integrity. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. Meaning you can't separate him from what he has said. As he has spoken it, so it is. Yoruba people will say, Ashe, meaning it is so. Amen, that we say, means so it is. It is so. Abi? Now, God created everything, meaning he created you. Abi? So when you look outside your window and you see the clouds, he's the one that put it there. You were not there when he put it. You don't know what he, whatever science anybody's telling anybody, true and true, have you held the clouds in your hand before? N-O. Whatever you learn in science about the sun, have you and the sun sat down one on one like this to discuss? No. How it is setting and right? All that one. God. God created everything, including you. God has a plan for your life. God blesses you. God gifts you. God is also not a respecter of persons. So what he did for a he can do for you. He does not look at people and gauge them by any means. He does not. Now, Jesus Christ is Lord. You see, I'm doing, you know how you do maths. All of you say you like maths. So, so this is how I will know. I'm working it for you stage by stage. Let me start again. God cannot lie. The formula they build. God is God regardless of what or who you are surrounded by. God is his word. God created everything. God has a plan for your life. God blesses you. God gifts you. God is not a respecter of persons. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ died to save you. 
Jesus loves you. The formula they build. Now, as you are listening to me, everybody, under the sound of my voice, just unmute for one second. It's even the shy people. Even the shy people. Just unmute. Hmm? Take a deep breath in. And a breath out. Take a deep breath in again. I don't know who they lie. Oh. Anna, you are not breathing anything. You can't breathe <laughs> like this. Stop lying and shame the devil. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Close your eyes this time. Take a deep breath in and exhale. This time, put your hand on your chest like Tenny and Dolayo they are doing. Can you feel your heart beating? Now take another deep breath in and exhale. Okay, you can mute now. What I'm trying to say to you is you are still breathing. You understand? It sounds so basic, but imagine for one millisecond what life would be like if you didn't wake up this morning. Just imagine it. Imagine the chaos in your family. Imagine the dreams in your heart, the things you are still yet to do. Just, that's it. But you are still breathing. You put your hand on your chest. I didn't do it for you. You felt your heart beating, right? So if you are still breathing, that means you are still living, Abby. And if you are still living, that means God is still working. You see, God is not like human beings that they start projects and leave it, start projects and leave it. He's not like that. He's not chaotic. God is organized. Look at how he created the world. Look at how we reproduce. Look at how we eat. Look at how we process food. Look at you. Think about your mind and the things you are able to do without effort. God is not on your level. It's not on my level. God is You know when people say, my yoga on top. That's actually God. Because God no girl, God. You understand what I'm trying to say? This same God knew you, formed you, and put the breath of life in your lungs. Do you know how many miscarriages happen in one day? One day. You were not a miscarriage. You easily could have been if God did not spare your life. Please never get arrogant and think where you are, what you are, what you can do is you. It's not you, it's God. I'm a mom. Let me tell you, I know people who are paying big money for IVF to have children. God brought you into this life. He has a plan. God is not confused by anything. God has all the cheat codes and the cheat sheets. Let me explain something to you. You know how, what show do you like? Anybody, what show are you watching? What show is it that a movie or sequel that once it's out like this, you don't have to tell you two times you're outside. Are you a Marvel person? You know, for example, Marvel people know they like spoilers. What show is it that if somebody puts spoilers, I remember when, what was the name of this show? Not Lord of the Rings. Well, Lord of the Rings, and there was another one that had everybody in it, it? Stranger Things. You know, you won't want to, you will even 
mute stranger things on all your social media because you won't want anybody to just put out spoilers whatever it is that you like you don't want anybody to spoil it for you unless you're like Clyde who reads the end of a book before she starts it i tell you sometimes if she wasn't my child i would say the child get psychopathic tendencies because i don't understand who does that like that's neither here nor there but back to my point there are some people that when they come let's say what show do you like um anna what show do you like? Just any show that you're watching, you like. Um, what's it called again? Hey, it's called Numbers. <clears throat> so you're watching Numbers, and then I just walk into the room and I say, ah, "Is this not the place where the man jumped off the cliff?" And you won't like it, but guess what? Will you believe me or not? I probably wouldn't believe you. You'll believe me if I say I bought it and I start mentioning the names and I say, "Isn't this way? This is." You believe me? Mm. Do you understand that the Bible is just spoilers? It's just spoilers. God is already telling you how things end. You already know Jesus loves you. Me talking to you now, I'm just repeating formulas to you that you already, for many of you, you've heard before. I'm not, for some of you, I'm not saying stuff you've never heard. You already know that it ends in praise. You already know he will never leave you or forsake you. It's there in the word. The Bible just has spoiler after spoiler. Do you know why? The Bible says God is the beginning and the end. He's the author and finisher of your faith. Do you know what that means? That means he wrote your story to the point that he began and ended it. He knows the details. So if you would just sit down sometimes and say, God, how far? And even if when he doesn't answer, you trust that he's the author and finisher, so and he loves you. You see all the things I said, and he has a plan for your life. He's the one who gave you the gift. He's not a respecter of persons. God does not lie. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus loves you. You know all these things. So you just wait because God can't lie. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You already know. So you just wait, like so. The same way, if I tell Anna that Numbers ends at season four, she's not going to, I mean, I would hope that Anna doesn't think I'm a liar. She's not going to be going up and down to check Google that does it end at season four, and it ends at season She would not believe what I'm saying. But many of us, the problem is that to know yourself, you need to know who created you, which is God. To know the, wor to know the word, you need to know God. To know God, you need to trust God. To trust God, you need to have faith. To have faith, you need to hear the word. It's a cycle. I'll say it again. To know the word, you need to know God. To know God, you need to trust God. To trust God, you need to have faith. To have faith, you need to hear the word. It's a cycle. Nini did like this. What that means is I Sorry, say, please, it was too fast. Uh, it'd be like said a rap. I go back. To know the word, you need to know God. Because God is his word. Make I break this like me and Mars. Let me break it down. Let me break it down for you again. Okay? To know the word, you need to know God. You get that one. Just do like this and you get it. To know God, you need to trust God. You can't trust someone without knowing them. Anna can trust that I'm saying what I'm saying about numbers because she knows me to an extent. Do you understand? You've done your head like this. Which part have I lost you on? I said, to know God, you have to trust God. 
You can't trust someone you don't know that you don't have a relationship with. Do you understand, Nini? Nini, are you with me? Yes, yes, I understand, sir. You understand? Okay. Yes. Now, I have said to know the word is to know God. You got that. To yeah. know God, you need to trust God. You got that. To mm -hmm. trust God, you need to have faith. Do you understand? Does that tally with you? Mm -hmm. Are you good with that? Yeah. Because how do you how do you trust? I mean, he's telling you something is going to be. You have to have faith that is going to be that. Without faith, it is impossible to what please God. Do you understand? And then to have faith, you need to hear the word. Remember what I made mega end for me. I said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's a cycle. Did you get the formula? Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. So like me, you can't escape the cycle. I tried to escape this math problem. It followed me everywhere until I conquered it. And for many of us, there are certain things you may dull down, suppress, ignore, run from, especially yourself. And I'm rounding up now. You know, we've been talking about the self-sessions, right? This is self-sessions birthday edition. So is all my power I packed, all my ginger I came with today. You can't escape yourself. You can't run from yourself. You need to sit with God to know who you are. And nothing happening to you is a surprise because God knows the end. Do you understand? The problem is that we think it's supposed to be easy. And remember, I gave you some hard facts in the beginning. Growth is not easy. The problem is we don't trust God. We trust man easily, though. The problem is we don't know the word, but we definitely know the world's opinions. The problem is we want the quality of God's anointing without the sacrifice of time. The problem is we want easy. When Moses met God, God gave him instructions. God told him who he was. God shared his purpose. When Joseph met God, God spoke to him in a dream. God showed him his future and his potential. When God was going to, to deal with David and introduce David to us, he said to, the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him, talking about somebody else. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord then said in future verses, rise and anoint him. This is the one. You see, God spoke about David to Samuel before David even knew that he was anointed. The same way God will speak to some people because he's the author and finisher of your faith. He will speak to some people about you even before you walk through the door. But are you going to sit and wait on the Lord? Are you going to trust? Are you going to stay in the word? Are you going to work the formula? Or are you going to escape to what is easy? What is familiar and what is comfortable? The thing you've been struggling with that you know what you need to do to show up for yourself. Are you going to do it like me? or are you going to wait like me till the thing enters oh boy you can't move to the next phase of your life unless you sort this thing out and then you sit with God and say okay I get it I can't escape it I'm willing to be consistent I'm willing to show up for myself I'm willing to like myself enough to do the hard work I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and ask for help desperately because I refuse to fail 
Like God pre-selected David, he pre-selected every single person under the sound of my voice. And a lot of times people think about David and all we think about is, oh, he's a man after God's heart and all this cute stuff. He was anointed to be king. And we forget that David went through his own valleys. We read Psalm 23 like it's poetry, but Psalm 23 said, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil for you are with me. You see, that assurance comes from an encounter with God. That, that assurance comes from trusting God. That assurance comes from knowing the formula that I just shared with you. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because if not, David would have entered the valley as you might be feeling and going through some situations and said, well, everybody has forgotten me. Nobody loves me. Life is hard. This thing is not working. God, have you forsaken me? No. He said, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. He didn't say, I won't try to be afraid. He, was, he didn't say, God, help me not be afraid. He said, I will fear no evil. He was single-minded for sure. Have you met God? Have you had an encounter with God? Are you just still cons consistently borrowing from people's encounters? Do you realize your story has you in it? You are the main character. We joke about my toddler being having main character energy. But literally, you are the main character in your story. Years from now, how do we know that there will not be the book of Ada or the book of Sam in a different book that people are going to need to rely on to know how to live? Why do you minimize yourself as though you are some supporting act in your own story? Why do you trivialize your validity? Why do you do yourself as if anyone shall when you are dating when you are talking to people when you decide what you eat when you decide if you should exercise do you think some things just happen anything worth doing requires hard work consistency sacrifice do you even want this thing called an abundant life bad enough if you do you realize that it is simple the formula is this three stages know the word no God, trust God. That's it. Everything else I said to you is the breaking down of the formula. Know the word, know God, trust God. So when they tell you one medical report, you know the word, you know God, you trust God. When everybody walks into that class and say, hey, Professor, me, 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 everybody feels this class, me, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Know the word, know God, trust God. When people come to you and say, oh, so, 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 and so, that thing you said, people are going to unfollow you. They're not going to be your friend. Know the word. Abi, know God and trust God. When you feel lonely, like nobody gets you, nothing is working, same thing. This formula, no, they fail. Because those who know their God will do great exploits. You see, you guys don't read your word. The things I'm telling you, I'm not the best biblical scholar. So if me, I'm quoting scripture to you, it means it's possible. It's like me passing this, my quantitative analysis and teaching math. If Lamide can do it, everybody can. You get my point. If I quote scripture to you people, you can do it. I am not one of those people. I'm not somebody who sits down for five hours speaking in tongues. I never have been. But one thing about me is I am always real. 
I will always keep it real. I don't know how to be fake. It's not in my lineage. If you met, if you meet my mom, if you met my grandmother, it's like that. We're just what you see is what you get. So when I'm in front of God, I don't package my situation. My heart is pure before God. He knows every detail. My prayer for every single person is that you will experience God. Yes, I always slip dating into things because I'm looking forward to meeting you guys' peoples. Yeah, because y'all are like 16 and above, so I'm not sure what's going on there, but we won't do that today because Pandora's box moving swiftly along. That's it. <laughs> that's it for today. Tenny, I feel like you're just completely fed up of me. Well, that's the formula. That's that's the formula. I round up with this. When God met Mary, and this is a bonus for someone, I think it was Ife who talked about potential. The angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. See, you are to become a mother and have a son. You are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the place where his early father David sat. He will be king over the family of Jacob and so on and so forth. Mary was just going along with her life. You see, most of us, we don't consider what these people's real lives look like. Imagine, you know, as who is the youngest person here? I think it's a fair already. Just walking, sauntering by, and then angel will just come and say, by the way, you are pregnant. Secondly, you is the son of God. I mean, hello. But if I want to transpose that, is that the right word, into your life today? Each person is carrying within them potential that is is royalty potential that 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 has majestic flavors do you understand each person is carrying within them destinies and hearts and songs and books and things that haven't even been created yet innovations each person is carrying within them breakthroughs each person is carrying within them love that this universe needs and God is saying to you that this thing that you carry is enough. It's, it's, it's important enough for you to realize that you need to know him and that it's actually simple. Mary must have realized this. She must have said it's actually simple. I know God. I trust God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know the word. And that must have been why it was seemingly anyway simple or simpler for her to carry this heavy, heavy responsibility. The end. Like in, in the spirit of self-sessions, for each person to write down something that whether it's the complexity or a challenge they've been facing, a recurring one, to write it down and over the next like minute, two minutes, just write down what they're going to do different. Write down the thing that is in front of you, the complexity, the struggle, and what you're willing to do. Remember I said you have to show up for yourself. What are you willing to do? Um, the same way I had to sit with the work and show up for myself and be consistent. What is it that you are willing to do to, to get this formula working for you thank you for listening we hope you were blessed by that for more wholesome edifying content and to learn more about us please head over to our instagram page at the radical remnant
Also, join us live for Charter Fund Sunday. We've reserved a spot just for you. All the details can be found on our Instagram. Once again, we're the Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God.